Hello, everyone. This is the last religion episode regarding the religious trauma that I mentioned in the previous episode. So this episode is the best way to crystallize the understanding of the religious trauma I'm recovering from each and every day. I've noticed that in church, in terms of the particular church world I was in, and in a lot of cases, the global church at large, I see a lot of religious self-loathing in terms of parishioners, pews, pulpits, choir laws, and ministries. In this case, religious self-loathing involves congregation members criticizing, demeaning, and insulting themselves, often through a pious internal narrative. In this case, church people who engage in this behavior tend to have Christianized low self-esteem and they saintly believe they aren't good enough. Filthy rags. No one is good. No one is innocent. And we're all wretches. This can manifest in a variety of of sanctimonious-based negative behaviors, including fleshly rumination, catastrophizing one's emotions and desires and forms of spiritualized self-punishment such as religionized self-harm or using or substance use in the name of Jesus and biblicizing isolation. When I talk about fleshly rumination, I'm talking about how church, a lot of church people have been taught to war against their flesh instead of having the flesh and the spirit be one with each other so they can both be agents of kindness. And at times, church people have been taught to war with the spirit because they are in a fleshly body. And they have been taught that 
It's unholy to be one with their flesh and to be one with their spirit. They've been taught it's holy for the flesh and the spirit to have their own personal piety war zones instead of figure out how can the flesh and the spirit cooperate each other so they can cooperate with each other. What is religious self-loathing? Religious self-loathing is a pattern of churchified extreme self-criticism and churchianity centered self-judgment that stems from and contributes to Projecting feelings of worthlessness to God. Projecting feelings of hopelessness to Satan. And projecting feelings of incompetence to heaven. Faith, a lot of faith-based people who are self-loathing in the name of the in the name of the Holy Spirit tend to have a a spiritual bypassing centered strong negative internal narrative also known as a spiritualizing inner critic and they have often experienced some sort of of a warped sense of sanctification and validation or or the trauma of feeling like because life is so short fleeting away brief time on earth I'll never have enough time I'll never be enough as a human being no matter how many times I try to be an excellent Christian, I'll always suck. 
I'm mad at myself for being imperfect. My perfectionism is God's fault. My approval addiction is God's fault. My comfort addiction is God's fault. My ambition addiction is God's fault. Those are their subconscious trauma-centered beliefs. You can also call them trauma beliefs, too. Those most likely to religiously self-loathe include religious people who were modeled religious self-hatred or religious self-criticism by... Caregivers who weren't actually caregivers, but they were Pharisees themselves, were bullied in childhood thanks to legalism, experienced trauma due to religious rigidity, grew up in Invalidating of anyone and anything not them type of environments are experiencing cult-based depression. Believe that terroristic self-punishment in a warped sense of elevating God to the point of smiting themselves is an effective form of kingdom discipleship behavior change in oneself. Signs of re- signs of religious self-loathing While religious self-loathing can take many forms, it typically involves Christianizing, neglecting oneself, Christianizing, having a lack of self-compassion, Christianizing, sabotaging personal success, and Christianizing, trusting others more than trusting oneself. Many church people who experience religious self-loathing Christianized refusing to accept compliments and praise and Christianizing simply dismissing compliments and praise when received. Those with religious self-hatred also tend to Christianize experiencing low self-esteem and Christianizing believing that they have deficits that others may not notice. So signs of religious self-loathing may include Christianizing low self-esteem Christianizing thinking you're not good enough Christianizing lack of self-compassion Christianizing critical self-talk Christianizing isolating Christianizing neglecting yourself and your needs Example Christianizing not eating enough or Christianizing eating too much. Christianizing not getting enough sleep. 
Christianizing sabotaging success. Christianizing seeking reassurance. Christianizing refusing to accept compliments and praise. Christianizing ignoring compliments and praise. Christianizing focusing on the negative. Christianizing catastrophizing. Christianizing ruminating. Christianizing trusting others more than trusting yourself. Christianizing engaging in healthy habits such as substance use, self-harm, and risky sex. Christianizing refusing to get help. What causes religious self-loathing? Well, there isn't just one way someone develops a pattern of religious self-loathing. There are several possible causes that contribute to it in general. Churchifying self-hating tendencies typically stem from a legalistic childhood, as this is the time period in which people begin to develop a relationship with understanding of themselves. It's certainly possible to begin religious self-loathing later in life. However, more persistent patterns tend to re- reflect early experiences such as church bullying, invalidation by church caregivers, or a history of watching trusted Christian adults engage in religious self-loathing themselves. Religious self-loathing may result as an ex- as a consequence of these legalistic conditions, cult experiences, and terroristic feelings in the name of Christianity. Yes, this all this happens in all religions. In all the denominations of all religions, and this does not happen in all houses of worship. I understand that, but I'm talking about Christianity because it is still the most dominant religion in the entire globe. So, Christianizing invalidation, a Christianizing invalidating environment, is one in which. Religious caregivers and other important religious figures in one's religious life suggest that their biblical interpretation thoughts and biblical interpretation feelings shouldn't shouldn't be trusted or aren't justified. Those who have been invalidated in the name of Jesus, often eternalize the the bigotry messages they received, which may lead to a sense of worthlessness that can contribute to religious wars and religious self-loathing, which can contribute to religious violence. Christianizing perfectionism. Church perfectionists have have unusually religious high standards and unusual and religiously unusually high expectations of themselves and struggle.
desperately when they inevitably fail to meet them. They often have the mindset to Christianize exaggerated negative reactions to their own human mistakes, which may develop into a pattern of religious self-loathing. So calling so labeling yourself a Christian, but you're a people pleaser. So heavy on religion people pleasers go above and beyond to put other church people first. And people outside of the church first, often before meeting their own legitimate needs. This unwholesome behavior typically stems from biblicizing insecurity and is used as a way of deriving biblical value from other church people's responses and people outside the church's responses to their misguided sense of helpfulness and misguided sense of thoughtfulness. In the absence of this overly valued feedback, Heavy on religion, people-pleasers may develop an even more Christianized lower self-worth, sometimes leading to religious self-loathing. Trauma. Religious trauma, religious abuse, and religious bullying, particularly in religious children may result in a variety of Christianizing negative effects including Christianizing feelings of shame Christianizing feelings of worthlessness and the distorted sense of biblical belief that one is deserving of such emotions as passive and active forms of God's wrath to them. These Judaizer type of experiences can have lasting effects on someone's relationship with themselves and even God because they believe in the Lord. Sometimes developing into patterns of religious self-criticism, religious self-invalidation, and religious self-loathing. Christianizing shame. Religious self-loathing tends to be the more tangible experience of underlying religious shame. Whereas religious shame requires a certain amount of untrue insight and 
untrue awareness, religious self-loathing often arises when one spiritually bypasses the emotion chain, focusing instead on expressing religious language about more observable and concrete qualities about their weight or academic scores. And whenever they do compare themselves to Jesus, they practically curse themselves out out of endless frustration. In these cases, religious self-hatred tends to be the product of projecting emotional avoidance to themselves, to others, and the God that they claim to praise and worship. And they secretly feel like, at least I can emotionally indulge in Satan and Christianize still going to heaven because of it. Then you have religious modeling. Because religious children adopt behaviors they observe, if important religious figures model uh, religious self-loathing, for example, regularly making comments such as, I can't believe I did that and God watched me. I'm so dumb and God is mad at me. and Or I'm disgusting thanks to the original sin concept. They may learn that these kinds of legalistic statements and cult sentiments are sadly normal. shouldn't be appropriate but they see it as appropriate and they feel like well it's even helpful it's never because of this one may adopt similar negative self-perceptions and call that the will and the way of God then you have Religious environments. Religious self-loathing may develop as a result of being in a cult environment where, where it, where, um, biblical standards and biblical expectations seem unrealistic to them. Because they lie to themselves when they say that they believe that they're born fearfully, wonderfully made. Because they think they are 100% born in sin and shaped in iniquity. And they blame themselves for being Messiah killers. If I was born properly, Jesus would have never been bloodied on the cross. I nailed him to the cross. If you constantly compare yourself to other church people, other people outside the church, 
and especially Jesus, whom you perceive to be thinner, wealthier, and smarter than you. You may learn to Christianize criticizing yourself for not being good enough to touch the hem of Jesus' garments. This religious mindset can develop into a pattern of Christian self, Christianizing self-hatred in a variety of environments at home, school, work, or within a Thai population. This is much more common in the four walls than people care to admit. Christianizing depression. And there's nothing wrong with experiencing it. So I'm not stigmatizing what people go through. I'm talking about when a lot of church people are taught it's unholy to laugh, joke, and smile. You have to be super serious, super mad, and super depressed all the time because you live in a demonic, devilish universe. And you live in a Satan-pleasing world. You can't ever go to social events. You can't ever socialize. And if you do, all your socializing and social events have to be at church and that's it. No celebrating holidays, no celebrating birthdays. Because you were born secular. And it's your fault that you're secularizing yourself. You secularity sufferer. That's what they were taught in church. It says, because those with legalistic depression struggle to find the motivation or interest to participate fully in their lives, Christianizing internalized self-critical thoughts and Christianizing feelings of worthlessness may increase the legalism even more. These cult ideology had had the potential to develop into a more general sense of religious self-loathing. Christianizing lack of understanding. Many church people mistakenly believe that that self-punishment is the most effective form of behavior change. I'd rather punish myself than for divine punishment to potentially fatally end me. Believing that if they If they legalistically shame themselves and legalistically criticize themselves, they will learn to be legalistically better. In reality, reinforcing beneficial behaviors, for example, walking to get the mail is more effective than punishing oneself and saying, I am my own divine punishment, for example. 
God thinks I'm so lazy for not exercising today. Further, many also adopt religious self-loathing due to a misunderstanding of what divinely inspired self-compassion is and assuming it would make them demonically self-centered or devilishly selfish and satanically self-absorbed. Now, when I say divinely inspired self-compassion, they're taught to love their neighbor. They hate the as yourselves part. So because they believe Jesus is God, according to biblical theology, loving ourselves is divinely inspired. But they say they believe in that, but they actually disbelieve in that. They are not the type of people that enjoy being... Christian, they hate being Christian. These are the same people who Christianize little to no physical exercise and activities. They Christianize restricting food intake. They crit to the point of concern. They Christianize restricting drink intake to the point of concern. They Christianize their vitamin deficiencies. They Christianize the development of eating disorders. They demonize themselves for experiencing mental health issues. They demonize trained professional help as the enemies of the cross and enemies of God. They Christianize their bad doctor's reports. They Christianize their bad dentist reports. They Christianize their rudeness. They Christianize their smear campaigns. They Christianize their antagonism against Christians who reject conservative theology. And they Christianize their antagonism against non-Christians. They Christianize antagonizing abuse survivors, trauma survivors, and victimization survivors. They Christianize forcing people to like their holy post on social media. They Christianize blaming others for why people don't want to be around them knowing that it's their fault, but their self-righteousness won't allow them to be humble. They Christianize not studying. 
and they blame their bad grades on the professors. They Christianize having all their self-esteem for other people to do for them. Like, love me for me. I won't love myself. I want everybody to like me, accept me. Accept me. I want you to accept me, accept me. A-C-C-E-P-T-M-E. E-X-C-E-P-T-M-E. Neglecting personal needs, professional needs, undervaluing themselves and overvaluing others, and overvaluing God is what they train themselves to believe. Is biblical living for them to do. And now you understand more of the reasons why I suffered from Christ crisis, meaning concept of Christ at times was a crisis because I was taught that Jesus was a savior of indifference. I was taught that God wants some people healed, some people unhealed. Some people delivered, some people not delivered. Some people set free and some people in slavery. I reject all of I reject all of that. I was taught that it's okay to come in church sick and leave out sicker. Okay, to come to church angry and leave out anger. Okay, to come in church abused and leave out more abused. And lastly, I was taught that it's okay to come to church evil and leave out pure evil. I'm so thankful I ended all of the religious self-loathing in my life now and forevermore.